welcome back to the Author Accountability Podcast. This is season three, episode 21. As always, I'm Rianne, and here with me is the lovely Donna. Hello, Donna. Hello. <laughs> so excuse me if I sniffle a bit. I'm pretty sure I'm coming down with something. I really I really hope I'm not, but I've had a little, little tickle on my throat and I've been sneezing today. So I just Rubbish. hope that whatever it is. Yeah, I just Rubbish. hope whatever it is just stays like that and doesn't get any worse <laughs> stay away <laughs> yeah i've been like popping the what was it uh, they i don't know if you guys have anything similar but it's called septigod yeah it's like a, they call it like a natural antibiotic but i think it's just like an, an immune booster thing but mm-hmm. i've used it in the past and it seemed to work pretty well and it kind of helps your body fight any like bacterial infection well, so fingers crossed it kills all of the nasty buggies yes how are you doing yeah taking it a day at a time taking Mm. it a day at a time you know just uh trying not to entertain the difficult emotions and like i mean you know it's a delicate balance like letting yourself feel the things you need to feel but also not feeling them so much that you like lose complete grip on yourself (laughs) yeah 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 I get I I completely get that um because this week Mm. has been absolutely horrendous for me um yes please rehash it for our listeners because it has you've you've had a time this week I mean I'll I'll do a cliff notes version so yeah my mental health hasn't been great this week um I've been really low mood really like self-doubt in negative Mm. like talk and thinking about just the way life is um Mm. life has felt like super overwhelming everything I do is like never it never seems to be good enough for anyone um um so there was a massive drama at work um which was a whole hoo-ha I got really angry um and I had to literally take myself away from the situation thankfully I had a half day so that was great I went home I sorted myself out and then I went back the next day (laughs) Um, and mm. then, and then Baldur's Gate 3 happened. And I know um, everybody, I know everybody should be like, but, but Rianne, you've been waiting for this game. Yes. Yes. And I played a whole two hours of it before my Mac decided that it hated it and then would not open a single thing. I couldn't even open Steam so that I could uninstall the game because the game is what broke the computer. <laughs> I had to oh. do a full factory reset. I... That was like the cherry on top of the cake. I had a full on mental mental breakdown. I sat on the floor and cried for two hours. Um and yeah. Yeah, it's it's you know, when you're in a state like that, like minor inconvenience just like sends you over the edge. Oh. Like, I mean that that that's a bit more than a minor inconvenience, but for me, like Oh, for me, like usually I'm really good at like organizing stuff and like mm-hmm. I, I, I wanted to, I'll show you just now after we're done recording, but I was like reorganizing my office. There is just like shit everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and usually and- like a job like that, I can get it done like in two hours, mm-hmm. like flat, like I'm done, I'm good. Like, you know, it's something that I'm really good at. It's like organizing and, you know, tidying, but I just couldn't, I just couldn't do it today, man. I just couldn't. Yeah, so the way I describe it is it's like a game of Jenga and it's when you put that yeah. final piece on the top of the tower and then it just, like, collapses. Like, that is how my Thursday morning went. 
my Jenga tower collapsed. <laughs> and I yeah, needed to rebuild that it. Sounds and it took me a while. That sounds accurate. I had a moment similar to that. Not too bad. I was able to kind of rein myself back in before I collapsed completely. Mm-hmm. I had a, a moment like that uh, night before last where I was already in like a pretty low place. I was very tired because Em hadn't napped during the day. And so like there was, so she was testy and I was testy and I hadn't slept well the previous night. And it just, it was like all sorts of like for the perfect storm, you know? And um, I happened to find an old journal and I read over some of the stuff. I'll give you more details off air, but I opened it up and started reading made the mistake of reading some of the old stuff and given my current life situation it just completely set me off like oh yeah I had to like rein myself back in and like have a moment to kind of like I I wouldn't say meditate I didn't really meditate I just kind of an actual fact I'm very proud of myself the way the way I handled it like I, I went straight for the things that I knew were gonna be that good for my soul you know like good uh I went straight to like um there's a couple of Instagram accounts that like I follow that are really helpful for me in terms of like motivation and you know inspiration and I went and I read my bible and I like had like a little quiet moment just to kind of feel my feelings and kind of like encourage myself to like move forward and like it actually really helped and I was I was very proud of myself for, proud of for being able to kind of deal with that situation you yeah. know in a way that was actually healthy <laughs> so that's my win for the week <laughs> yeah, but that's good though I feel like I feel like life is strange because when you're a kid like you start off life the world is your oyster you get to do whatever you want you can play you can watch telly mm. you can go outside you can you get to know to go to nursery where like everything is fun and then you go to school oh, and yeah. school feels like a minor inconvenience in your life like all you want to do is not be there and then you get to adulthood and I feel like for the first <laughs> few years of adulthood you're like this is amazing I have a job I've got money I could go spend it on whatever I want and then you mm. move out of your parents house <laughs> I realized that everything costs money. <laughs> yeah, the white stuff doesn't fill it. Yeah, the white stuff doesn't fill itself like yeah. tissues and toilet paper and milk. <laughs> yeah, like it just goes it just goes downhill from that because then you're yeah. broke. <laughs> you don't have any money to yeah. go and do anything. You can't go and see your friends because they're all off like doing whatever or they're at work or they're with their family or their partner or and then it's just like you know what I am alone in life you know do you know what hit me really hard when I first started working because I started working right after high school right Mm -hmm. and do you know what hit me really hard was actually the fatigue because when you're at school you get school holidays you get like a lot of time to like in between working to like relax and Mm -hmm. you know just be and when I first started working that first year for me in terms of like energy and fatigue that was really difficult because like yeah and because like my first jobs were like quite intense like shift working jobs you know like waitressing Mm -hmm. and that, that kind of stuff um it was like really difficult to deal with that like just you just don't get a break 
like yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah, and do you know, I never, I suppose it's because I've been working for over 10 years now, but yeah, like I, I totally forgot that when you're at school, you get school holidays. And when you're an adult and you go yeah. to work, you, yes, you can book annual leave. Two it's... weeks, man. <laughs> Two weeks, it's that's all you lot. get. 14 days. <laughs> I mean, we, we get a little bit more. We get a little bit more in the yeah. UK. Yeah, no, well, here in South Africa, that's paid leave. So um, I think it is 14. I think they upped recently to 16 days. So that you get 16 days paid leave. And then you get other things like... Um, um, family responsibility leave or you know like and you can take as much pretty much like if your employer allows it you can take as much like unpaid leave as you want really like mm. within reason yeah, um, but then you have no money which are yep yeah, <laughs> exactly but then you have no money because like also that the one company i worked for you had like enforced leave at the end of the year because they did like an annual shutdown of a oh, company yes. And so any leave you would take apart from the end of the year leave was pretty much unpaid leave. Um, or if it was something particular like a funeral or whatever, then that's like family responsibility. But there's a few other, and you also here in South Africa um, get um, maternity. And I actually think we do have paternity leave now as well. Like not, it's like parental, I think they call it now parental leave. Mm. So if, if you are having a child or, or your partner is having a child, then you can take parental leave as well, and which is paid. Um, yeah. yeah. But it's it's been a while since I've been like like employed by a, a, another company. So I'm not sure of the exact specifics. Anyway. <laughs> In between all of Labor Law aside. Yes, <laughs> Labor Law aside. Did we manage to do anything? Okay, let's look at let's look at the list, shall we? If, I mean, if I you actually... just said you just said get something done. So did you do something? So I I did I did something. I, I did well, something. You I did you, some you're things, winning. Actually. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm I'm not so bad. I did, um yeah, I get some shit done. Don't have a mink yes, I did get some shit done. Um I've done a lot of house stuff, um, which I'll show you a little bit later. Um, don't have a mental breakdown. Although I did have that moment the 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 couple nights ago, I have not had a full blown mental breakdown. So I'm proud of myself for that. Read, I actually did read some yesterday. Oh I started re, yeah, yesterday I started rereading Harry Potter because it felt like I needed just like some comfort reading. Oh, I and love that. it's really yeah it's really nice and like easy to read it's not complicated I know the story it just felt like drinking a nice warm of hot chocolate like cup of hot chocolate you know mm. like that's that's kind of like it was really nice yeah um and then gym every day I haven't because it's been school holidays and because there's lots of changes and stuff going on at the moment I am um, I haven't been able to go like I meant to go this morning but I actually had a bit of a scary moment Rand. I'm not gonna lie so I woke up fairly early at about 10 to 5 and wanted a bottle. So I gave her a bottle, but then I couldn't get back to sleep after she fell back asleep. So I sat and I took my medication. When I say medication, it's those, those immune boosters and my vitamins and stuff. And I sat with my cup of coffee and I'd been sitting and I was literally sitting right where I am now. I got this awful, I don't, I don't think it was like an anxiety attack. I don't know what it was, but I kind of got this feeling like, not in my chest but like in the base of my throat where like I couldn't like breathe 
all the way in or else I would start coughing. It felt like my throat was closing. It was actually really scary. I, I, I actually considered phoning someone or like calling for someone to help me, but it did, it kind of slowly, slowly started to ease. And then I was able to kind of like, then again, like get up and walk around and not feel like weirdly out of breath, but it was very scary. And yeah, yeah. I, I thought that I was having an allergic reaction to those immune booster things, to be honest, because they like, well, yeah, like I mean, it sounded like it. And even though like I've used them before, I know that you, you know, you, your body can develop allergies pretty much at any time. Yeah. Um, so I kind of, with caution, took a couple earlier and so far I haven't had any reaction. So I can only think it's maybe because I, uh, I took them on an empty stomach maybe and maybe it just upset something. Yeah. Yeah, that could be it. There's yeah. there's loads so, of medications that act weird if you eat them with or without food, yeah. depending on what they're supposed to be taken with. Mm. Or maybe it was a combination of my vitamins with the immune boosters. I don't know. But I've I'm just being very careful now. Like <laughs> you know, like when I took them, I'd like keep my phone close by, <laughs> like just in case, you know. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm okay. Yeah. So I, I didn't so of the list, I, I got three out of four. Three out of four. Yeah. Not, not a bad accomplishment. Mm. What about you? I mean, I don't want to say because now I feel like I'm just going to be like gloating. <laughs> no, do it. So I wrote. Did you, okay, write 6,000 words. How many did you get? 8,448. <gasps> Go you. That's awesome. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yes um obviously that's only like four thousand a week because obviously we record every two weeks just so that if anyone yeah. is jumping on they're like oh my god she wrote that in a week no no it took me two no, weeks. No, no. <laughs> two weeks yeah yeah the, the goal for those who were not here last week or last episode the goal was six thousand so she's over two thousand over her goal yes and that's yeah. with two days okay. of not writing as well because of my computer <laughs> Oh, yes, of course. Wow. Good job, you. That's awesome. Yeah, I kind of just locked myself in my office this morning and was like, I need to catch up, so let's do this. <laughs> yeah, just go for it. Why not? Okay, uh, so... edit, edit Threads of Betrayal. Did you yes, do that? that is done. I'm in the middle of formatting it, and then hopefully I'll be uploading it to retailers soon, so I may pull forward the release date, so it will release in November, not December. Ooh. Yay! Yes. You know, somebody uh, has a birthday in November. I'm just <laughs> saying. <laughs> hmm. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Project standalone edits. Did you get anything done there? Uh, no. But that's only because I only got them back from my critique partner on, like, the weekend. So I gave myself... Hmm a week to breathe and then I'm going to start them next week and have them finished by the end of October and then your last one is either read or play Baldur's Gate 3 well I attempted which we have established <laughs> and it failed epically um however I have so done you... a lot of readings <laughs> yes yeah because you know what else am I going to do while I'm waiting for a game to download that takes seven yeah, hours exactly 
Yeah. I, yeah, that was the one thing that I was really surprised about when I downloaded Hogwarts Legacy. Like, I really, I was really surprised it took so long to download. Mm. Like, I mean, it was fast because our internet connection is pretty good. Um, But, like, I think, on like, on the grand scheme of things, it was fast. I think it was about yeah. an hour and a bit for me. But it, it was the installing for me that took a long time, if, mem- if memory serves. Yeah, yeah, it does take it was... a long, and then then like once it's installed, it's got to verify the game files, and you're just like, you know what, this yeah. this is taking too much of my life. Yeah, uh, and then you got to do the whole logging in thing, and it's like a whole yeah. thing. And mm. then, unfortunately, listeners, we are taking an impromptu break due to stressful personal lives. Um, mm. so we shan't be making any goals for the next two weeks because we shan't be here uh hopefully we just both need a couple of months to sort our lives out and then we will be back in the new year with fresh episodes fresh goals and we can smash everything back out for you guys um yeah so i'm really sorry that we're having to do this but you know life is life so (laughs) yeah no exactly you just need time for yourself Yes, no, and and let's let's be honest. It's like we, besides our maternity leaves, um, which isn't really a break. It wasn't ever actually a break for the podcast because the other person was still recording when the other person was yeah. on maternity leave. We actually haven't had a proper break besides our season breaks, um, since we started the podcast. So yeah. I think it'll be a good time also for us to. Just take a breath, reassess, maybe think up some new interesting ideas or anything that we think will vibe with us next year and yeah, take it from there. Yes. So with that, um, of course, we will not be, you know, leaving you high and dry. We're still going to do our topic today, which is all about mum guilt as a writer. Wait, (laughs) fun stuff. You skipped over the fun stuff. Okay, fun stuff. Let's and I've go. got stuff to share today. Damn it. Okay, you do that. I'm going to eat some potato. Okay, so my fun stuff is... Uh, so I stopped watching a Zombie for a while. I don't know why. I just kind of like fell out of love with it. And I think it's partly... No, actually, I didn't fall out of love with it. I always do this with books, with movie, with series. When I start reaching the end, like, I slow right down, <laughs> like, reading or watching it to because try and make it last longer. Yes. So, um, I stopped listening, uh, watching Our Zombie for a while, and then I started re-watching. I started watching it again. Um, I've also still been watching Schitt's Creek, which, by the way, I, I don't know what it is about it. It's not my usual kind of thing that I really like, but for some reason, I just really, really enjoyed it. Um, so uh, I'm I'm still watching that. I watched an entire season of Glow Up on Netflix. I freaking love that show. For people who are uninitiated, it is a makeup artist game show, like a competition. So it's not just beauty makeup, it's like prosthetics and like artsy makeup. And it's just it's so, it's amazing. And I love it so much. And every time a new season comes out, like I binge it in like two days. It's so great. So I did that. And then, 
is there like a recently watched section that I can you do this every week no there is not no um I watched because I watched a movie the other day that I really enjoyed and I can't remember what it was called anyway I watched a couple movies um as I was saying to Rianne before we pressed record I started watching um the Paris of the Caribbean movies again and so I'm really yeah I'm on the second one um after we wind up here I'm gonna spend half an hour finishing that off and then um oh Em and I have been watching I Am Groot on Disney Plus. It's like a little, it's like a whole thing. It's like little short, short little, like um, short videos. They're like I don't know, less than ten minutes each, featuring Baby Groot, and they are so fun and so cute. And she loves them, and I love them. So <laughs> we just um, we just watch, we just keep rewatching them every now and again, which is really Might have to nice. Them up for Mallory. Yeah, she would love it. It's so cute. And you'd love it too because, like, I mean, who doesn't love Baby Groot? Yeah. And then I don't know if I mentioned this last time we recorded, but I also watched Elemental, which I really enjoyed. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all right now. But there was another movie that I can't remember, but I watched it and I enjoyed it. It was, oh, it was – um. The Lost City with Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. Oh my god, that film is I so really, funny. I love it so much. I so enjoyed it. Honestly, you know it what? Was... because of that film, I've actually pre-ordered a couple of books on um Amazon, which kind of have like the same comedy, like action adventure mm. romance vibe. Like I can't wait. They they just sound incredible. And um, who whoever decided yeah. to basically make more of the money, mummy. Um, but in book form with more romance mm-hmm. was a genius an actual genius just, because I have lapped them all up it's amazing and like you know Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum both do such great jobs in the roles and I really enjoyed Brad Pitt's like um not really a cameo but like his part <laughs> like uh, like I just I really enjoyed that kind of like carrot angled and it was just yeah I just I really like as a writer obviously like it's it, it's got like its own kind of yeah. um charm yeah so yeah I really enjoyed it oh I have been watching lots of Oggy Oggy if you have a child under the age of two I highly recommend it um my child is obsessed with it I don't even what is that? It's it's just a random kids TV show which is on Netflix called Oggy Oggy. Oggy Oggy. Like, I don't think I've come across that one. It's all about cats. I love it. Um, <laughs> mainly because it's really easy to watch, and sometimes things happen, and Mallory just like starts giggling, and I'm just like, I don't even understand what's happened, but I'm really glad that she's enjoying it. <laughs> yes. So M loves Peppa Pig. So oh, yeah. that was other news that you know but I don't think our listeners know is that M recently spent a few days in hospital mm. with rotavirus <gasps> um and yeah it was rotavirus by the way sorry it's, it's been hectic so she spent um Thursday to Saturday this last week in hospital with rotavirus and on the Saturday and uh, no, on the Friday no wait no because I spent two nights with her 
by myself. This is why we're taking a break, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And and so anyway, the last night um, that we were there, that, that morning, Ricardo was also admitted, also with rotavirus. Um, so I, for one night last week, I had both my husband and my daughter in hospital and I was sleeping on an armchair. <laughs> Okay, to be fair, it was a lazy boy, so it wasn't like, like, wasn't like an armchair, armchair. It was actually quite comfortable. But, um, yeah, so I spent three nights sleeping on a chair in the hospital with them. Um, so that was <laughs> that was one thing that happened. But during that stay, Em got really, like, really into Peppa Pig. <laughs> because, fun fact, pretty much the only way you can keep a toddler still in her bed while she's got an RV in her hand is to put her in front of the phone and let her yeah. watch as much as she likes or else yeah. she wants to go run and jump and climb all over the bed and then the RV machine starts beeping and shouting and then the nurses come rushing in and it, and if you don't keep them still it happens like five times a day and it's just tiring and it's just too much oh so Peppa Pig has has saw us, saw us through that hospital visit very, very well. Mallory watches Peppa Pig in the morning as well. It's always on a yeah. on the TV on a milkshake. Um me though, I don't think I've really been watching much. Mm. Um I did watch a film called In Time, um, which is a really old film. It's the one with Justin Timberlake and he has all the time on his hand. Yeah. I yeah, love that I movie. That. And then we I also love the watched... premise of it. Yeah, it's a really cool premise. Um, but then we also mm-hmm. watched a film called Ava, um, which was very interesting. It wasn't the film that I thought it was, but I still enjoyed it. Um, I thought it, it sounds was... like an AR inter- artificial intelligence situation. No, and I thought it was going to be like a casino one where she like runs the gangs, um, but mm-hmm. actually she was an assassin. And she was being hunted. So it was completely different from what I was expecting. But I really enjoyed it. Um, I must find that one. Sounds good. And then season five of Love is Blind is out. So I've also been watching that. And I just finished season two of The Wheel of Time today. How is it? Oh, my God. It was absolutely incredible. It is exactly like the epitome of what every author who writes fantasy wants to create like it was oh wow that's big talk Rianne oh my god that is big talk the feeling that I had when I was watching season two episode eight I was glued to the edge of my seat I was so excited I was like oh my god there were so many shock moments I was like what the hell is going on I could see all of like all of the sprinklings to like make people think things were happening and I was like oh like literally that is how that face that I just made to you then was how I ended that season and I cannot cannot wait for season three because it is gonna be good in fact I loved it so much I now want to read the books yes because that's the thing is that I'm like I'm a books before movies girly but like I've my my resolve has been tested with Wheel of Time because I've heard so many good things and I know that if I start reading the books it's going to be like another full-time relationship like I'm going to be reading them for like literal years so yeah yeah and there are so many books on my kindle that I need to read (laughs) yeah (laughs) like I think I have almost a thousand on there now oh my word I haven't even checked recently to be honest I need to charge it up again 
and uh, see if I can. I don't know. I think I, I think I might just comfort me, read my way through the Harry Potter series before I jump into anything again, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense, though. Um. So, and then reading wise, um, I've not been doing as well recently because I feel like life overwhelm has just been getting in the way, and then when I go to sleep, I'm just so exhausted that I just I fall mm-hmm. asleep after I read like two pages or something um but I did read quite a few books so I have read um Beneath Black Sails by Claire Sager oh my god it's amazing can't wait for the rest of the series um I reread Throne of Glass and then I'm currently reading the Ashes and the Star Cursed King, which is the second book in The Crowns of Nyaxia. Um, and I'm also reading Crown of Midnight, which I was hoping to finish this weekend, but I've not actually managed to find any time to read yet. Um, so I guess it'll be a tomorrow afternoon job and hopefully try and finish mm. that book. Because on Monday I'm starting a guided read-along of A Study in Drowning. Um I am going to post this on my Instagram, but let me show you this beautiful, beautiful special edition. Um, so this is the Goldsboro edition. So it is a naked hardback. So there is no dust jacket and it's the only one that's in red. And then it has beautiful <gasps> sprayed edges. Oh, wow. The sprayed edge. For a second there, I thought they'd, what they'd done is like wrap the cover around the opening yeah. of the book that's how clear the printing the spray the edging is yeah it's so good i honestly when i saw that i thought oh my word that's beautiful oh those end pages though yes oh. it is it is stunning and i can't and because it's got no dust jacket on i feel like this is the version i'm going to read yes i do have more than one version of this book mm. don't ask me i've got three copies of fourth wing at the moment um <laughs> why are you laughing at me no i'm just laughing because it's like it's not like i'm actually unusual let's be honest listen if i had the space i would have yeah like your your shelves there like if i had oh the God, space I I would... so much although i think i'm gonna yeah. need to unhaul some books soon because i've got so many new well, she's coming. Uh, and I'm, so I'm sure you'll make some space for them. Yeah, I think I just need <laughs> from to this like, angle, rearrange. It... Yeah, I was going to say from this angle, it looks like you filled in all those big gaps already that I saw in the picture you sent me. <laughs> um, So there is a big gap up here, which so you can't actually see oh, this I shelf. See. No, um, yeah, it's out of frame. Um, there is also a couple on this side where, where like the ones that I've stacked sideways could kind of like move. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, my lower shelves <laughs> because these are the ones yeah, that are full. always in view when I do like pictures mm. or video stuff. I felt like they mm. needed to be full, so that's that's why. Mm. Makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm I'm hoping to read a load of books. Actually, I also, one of the books I'm going to read in December, yes, I've already picked a book I'm going to read in December, because, because, (laughs) it's called The Christmas Murder Game. 
Ooh. I mean, like, how cool does that sound? That and sounds read, amazing. Yeah, and then I read the synopsis, and it's, like, a murder mystery, and they play a game to, like, win the deeds of this house and find out who killed this woman's mum. And I was like, this sounds incredible. I can't wait to read this. Plus, I thought it'd be, like, yeah, you know, a cosy Yeah, sounds read. so good. Yeah. But, yeah, so... Also, my... I don't know if you can see them, but these three here... I'm splaying the sprayed edges. They yeah. are my Vampire Academy special editions from Claire Elite, which just arrived. And I did not like the mock-ups that they put on their Instagram. However, mm. I did not want to miss out. So FOMO made me purchase them. And actually, <laughs> they are they are better than I thought they would be. Oh, good. And now they live on my shelf, and no doubt if they bring out books four, five, and six, I will also be buying those too. They're beautiful. They are honestly like they actually on the on your shelves, they really stand out. Well, so they're between Empire of the Vampire by Jay Kristoff and um, Shelby Maharin's new vampire book, The Scarlet Veil. So I kind of felt that they fitted in there quite well. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, so you organise your um, shelves by genre then? Absolutely not. Uh, uh. Well, <laughs> kind of. This section down here, mm. which I shall lovingly show Donna, is my <laughs> not fantasy shelf. <laughs> not fan- This little section over here, <laughs> Everything right in the bottom right hand corner, <laughs> is the not fantasy section. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally everything else too, is fantasy. Because- because if you look at the spines, like they're all dark and like like jewel toned and black, and then like this little section at the bottom is like pastel and bright and colorful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like it's I didn't hilarious. know what else to do, unless I just didn't put them on those shelves, and then I would have had to have found more shelves, mm-hmm. which obviously would not have been ideal considering I just spent six hundred pounds putting these in. Yeah, yeah exactly. Have more room. <laughs> I mean, I could probably fit some shelves underneath my desk. No, stop talking about <laughs> shelves. I do not need more room for books. Um, shall we move on to the oh, topic of the day? Please, let's, let's. Which is, of course, mum guilt as a writer. Mm-hmm. Because oh, man. we get little ones and before you get but before you actually like have them you think you're gonna do all of these wonderful things it's gonna be so easy mm. you know you're gonna yeah. make you make all of these plans and then they turn up mm. and you're like this is a massive life change I did not expect yeah and it's like you know like in theory and I think it's even more difficult with the first one because you you're like wholly unprepared yeah, because you think, oh, in the beginning, I'll get a lot done because they sleep so much, and you only really have to like feed them and change them, and like you don't have to like really entertain them too much, you know. Because at least for the first few weeks, they can't even see properly, so like you can just talk to them. Except you forget the like the severe impact that like sleep deprivation has on your brain. Yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah. And so, but then once you move on from like, and you start recovering from sleep deprivation, then they're old enough to actually need attention, like 
larger amounts of attention and playing and engagement and teaching. And then it's like, well, now what do I do? Yeah, and, I feel like it's, it's horrible, especially when they start dropping naps. I found mm. that really difficult when M started dropping naps because it meant that I, I couldn't work guilt, like in inverted commas, guilt-free because all the time that I wanted to work, she wasn't, she needed me and needed my attention. So it's, yeah, it's, yeah, man, I don't know. Well, also you don't want to miss anything either, do you? You're like, yeah, I didn't have a child to ignore it. (laughs) You know, yes, I want to write and yes, I have my own life to do but also I I want to be with my child even though you want to yeah you want to be present yeah and that's the thing that for me was so difficult is like I thought that I could get some stuff done while she was awake and like even now sometimes like even even now like even though she's old enough to kind of entertain herself for for a period of time she still is coming in and like checking on me and talking to me and wants to be close to me. And so it's, I find it very difficult to focus on anything. Um, And so it, yeah. So I found for me to kind of eliminate, not eliminate, but to help myself with guilt. We discussed this at the time, if you recall, to help with my guilt. What I did was I only worked when she was sleeping. Um, And that meant that when she started dropping naps, my work time went way down. So it was, yeah, it was a whole thing. And it is, it's a very difficult balancing act. And because you, you want to work, but your child needs you. But like, there's also like, for me, there was like this weird twisted part of my brain that was like, you're being selfish. Like, Mm. you know, like you're being so selfish, but doing this because she needs you you should be with her you should play with her you know and and it like I had to really wrap my head around this thing of like I also need to be an example to her yes and and it's also very important to not as a human being as a mother not lose yourself and your children because you if you neglect yourself then who are you when your children grow up and move out and move on? Then you left not knowing who you are anymore. Yeah. Because your purpose is gone. So you need to maintain your sense of self. And yeah. And so that for me, realizing that helped me to kind of decrease the guilt that I was feeling for working on my own things and for taking time um, for myself to like just take a moment to breathe and relax and do something that I wanted yeah definitely and I feel like one of the biggest things that I struggled with I was going to say mums then but some mums might not um, was managing time because yeah. like in 100%. the first however many years I don't know yet their schedules change like all the time all the time just as soon as you yeah as soon as you get settled and you're like this is it I'm in a routine Mm. this is how we're gonna go they're like I'm gonna drop a nap yeah and it's and it's especially in the first year 
yeah and it's an, especially in the first year that they do that because i've found like the last year has been fairly stable in terms of like the way the day goes like granted now m naps later in the day and for not as long as she used to nap mm-hmm. but she still just has one nap and during that time i know i've got like at the very least like an hour just to you know sort it out and you learn as you go you learn like little tricks to make sure that they actually when they do go down for a nap that they actually stay down and like so for me one thing I realized is like if she has like a good proper solid lunch like um like a like a cooked lunch like whether that's reheating leftovers or getting pre-made meals or even cooking something that day which I didn't I don't do often I'm gonna be honest um is as long as she's got a full belly then she can nap for slightly longer which is good for her and good for me because I get a little bit of extra time to devote to the things that I, I want to do and I don't have to feel bad about it because she's unconscious and she doesn't care what I'm doing <laughs> that makes it sound like you've done something horrible to her she's just asleep guys I know <laughs> no, she's just asleep <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so I found that like it's as you say especially during like the first year mm-hmm. that every two to three months things were changing mm. and it's terrifying it, it's not only terrifying but it's also it makes it really hard to create a schedule to get your head in a place where you're actually able to sit down and focus and get things done because you never know when things are going to change and then by the time you've realized that things aren't changing you've got like 20 minutes before they're going to wake up and then you just rush to try and do everything um Mm. now it's difficult to like select the tasks that you're going to do because you don't know how much time you're going to have and it's like a whole a whole thing like uh, you are and and for somebody like me and you who like we thrive on like planning and mm-hmm. like knowing what to expect like having a child in that respect like it goes completely against the way our brains work which yeah. makes it very difficult even more difficult to adjust than for someone who's like used to doing like a different thing every day yeah <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. So, like, you know, a typical day for me, like, when before she turned one and a half um, and she was still on, like, bottles and stuff like that, you know, it was, it was like a whenever she was asleep, I would be like, right, I need to do X amount of writing first and, and then I would do, like, the the kids stuff like I would wash the bottles I would clean up the mess I'd refill the nappies I'd sort out the washing and then she'd be awake again and it'd be like oh my god I've still got so much to do um now now that she's almost two I feel like like you said we're kind of in some kind of schedule Mm. um obviously I'm back at work now so I work Monday to Thursday and then I have Fridays with Mallory um, and then the weekends are potluck, nobody knows. Um, but like a typical <laughs> week for me, um, and possibly one of the things that gives me like the biggest mum guilt um, is 
obviously I get up at five and then I write from whatever time I stumbled into my office, usually by half past five until half past six. And Mallory is awake during this time. She is in the bedroom with her dad. And on one hand, I'm like, this is amazing because she's spending time with her dad. She's bonding with him. It's lovely. But then I can I can hear them and I can hear them mm. having fun and I can hear her giggling and I can. Or sometimes I hear nothing and then I check on them and they're like snuggled up together watching telly in the bed. And I'm like, oh, I should be in there. But also I want to. Yeah. And then I feel guilty that I'm not spending the time with them. But I'm mm. also feeling guilty because I you know if I was spending time with them then I wouldn't be writing and then I would feel terrible for not writing and it was it's just Mm. it's hard for me it was like the the thing that made it most difficult for me was the evening times Mm. because if I didn't get something done during the day with him like I would feel the need to work in the evening but then if I work in the evening then there's no time for Ricardo and I to spend together. Yeah. And so for me, especially in the beginning, that was really difficult because I'm I'm a very family focused person. And so to to kind of try and do that balance, it was it was so difficult. And and I realized actually, it took me a long time to realize, but if I'm able to do just one thing that makes me feel productive in the day, it actually makes me more patient like I'm able to be more patient because I'm not in this kind of state of like self-denial um I don't know how to explain it but I just I realized like if I could just do one productive thing that wasn't like housework or child related it just was really did a lot for like my mental state and the other thing that is very important I think especially as they get slightly older is to be able to suss out what is stuff you can do when they're awake and what is stuff that you can't do when they're awake so something like sitting down and writing 110 percent most most parents will say that's a deep focus need quiet activity you can't do that when you have a child running around your house but something like packing the dishwasher or putting laundry in the washing machine those are things you can stop in the middle you can start they can even as they get slightly older they can even help you do those things yeah. I mean it's Mallory a helps longer, me do the washing. It's, you can yeah so you can involve them you know and, and you can you can have them help like an inverted commas help you mm-hmm. whereas and, and and that's actually good for them to like learn life skills and to you know to have you engage with them and that kind of thing so yeah uh, that's what I realized is like writing is is definitely a can't do it when Emma's awake thing and for me that kind of settled in my heart a little bit using that nap time to write was because I knew that anything else that I had to do well most things that I had to do I could actually do those things they might take a bit longer but I could actually do those things while she was awake either with her or in the same room or you know that kind yeah. of thing so yeah it's just it, for me it helped in that regard because I to realize actually certain things it's okay to acknowledge that there's certain things that you just can't do when you have a child awake and present in the same room yeah. <laughs> and it's okay to do those things 
when you don't have to take care of said child. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely think that it's a huge learning curve and mm. you need to remember to not be afraid of change which I mm, that's the big one yeah I, I know that that is gonna be scary for a lot of people but mm. babies children they change all of the time like everything around them always always changes so it is unfortunately something that you're gonna have to get used to I hate it as well, but you know, it is what it is. Um hey ho. And I think I think I think as well, like it also depends whether you are a full-time writer or um a part-time writer and how old your child is. Cause obviously, mm. you know, in a couple of years' time when Mallory's at school, if I haven't upped my hours back to full time, then I'll, you know. Man, we be at school all day on a Friday. I'll mm. have loads of time, you know, and you'd be able. And, to... and there's nothing wrong with like you writing, like say when once they reach like like you said school going age, there's nothing wrong with you like sitting at the dining room table together and they're doing their homework and you sit and you write a little bit and you know you might have to answer the odd question here or there, but you know there's definitely something to be said for like working with your children just being together while they're busy doing something and you're busy doing something and just kind of sharing your space so like you don't have to like hole up in your office all the time um that that was where I was going I was gonna say like change up the scenery you know yeah if if you're struggling to work in an area go somewhere else change rooms ask Mm somebody to watch the child while you go for a, to a coffee shop for like two hours or something you you know like mm-hmm. do what you got to do um I stand by my motto which is my writing time is sacred um which mm-hmm. is why although I do feel the guilt um I know that my writing time is sacred and if I didn't have that hour in the morning to do my writing I probably would end up not doing anything ever <laughs> because you know at other times of the day I've got other things to do you know and you know I've got a small child I've got a husband I've got friends I've got books to read you know you want to be doing mm. other things which is normal and it's fine and mm. you do what you want to do in the moment but yeah I think I think mum guilt is is normal and I think if you dwell on it too much it can like eat away at you but also as long as mm. you're dedicating some time yeah. to spending with your child as well as spending on the things that you love like on on a Saturday I still do my writing in the morning but then I've got all day to be with Mallory until she gets mm. fed mm. And you know what? The, the the way you've you stick to your writing time, and you you are you've kind of put that like as a rock, like we I call it like the rock in your garden, like the thing that everything else has to fit around, you yes. know. And and I feel like by you maintaining that, you not only are you setting an excellent example for your daughter, 
let's be honest, to be committed to something and to consistently work on something. But besides that, you are setting yourself up for like mental and emotional success during the day. Because you know how I mentioned how um, when I could do something productive, I didn't feel like I was living in self-denial, which makes you frustrated, which makes you short-tempered. You know, and and you can so easily spiral down into like, my, like I'm not, I don't, I'm not in control of my life. Um, my life is and and my time is beholden to someone else. You know, by doing that for yourself, the first thing in the morning, and by committing to that, it doesn't matter how the rest of your day goes. You you've kind of already achieved something, and you've already got like your gold star for the day. And so no matter how the rest of the day goes, at least that's one thing that you've done in inverted commas right. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. 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 That's Um, my two cents on it anyway. Yeah. I mean, I don't really have anything else to to say on it um, other than Mm, if you are a person who has a child and you feel guilty about not spending enough time with them spending too much time with them all of those things it's normal we Mm -hmm. all feel it we all deal with it and you just got to find a way that works for you that day it could be you know you might Mm -hmm. find a way that works for you on a Friday and by Sunday you need to completely change it so just Mm -hmm. as much as I hate it because I am a planner at heart just go with the flow yeah (laughs) yeah that was one thing I think we both really struggled with in the beginning is yeah. just being able to go like it makes me wish that I had like discovered HB90 like before M was born because it would have been so much easier to plan my life yeah and <laughs> if also I had that kind of methodology to <laughs> to fall back on instead yeah, exactly. I was setting impossible goals and not achieving anything according to the goals that I had set and because like I was in this cycle I don't know if you remember of like setting the bar too high and failing and then setting it too low and overachieving yeah (laughs) it was a mess yeah so find a way that works for you don't worry Mm -hmm. about feeling guilty because it's normal and keep on writing because if it makes you happy then it's definitely something that you should be doing yeah 100% agreed so that is all I have to say on it there is actually a really good video by Bethany Adazada and Brittany Wang which I will link in the description if you guys want to check out their video because I didn't realize until I was like thinking about things today um and I was trying to formulate my words so I had like a quick google and then it came up on YouTube that they did one um they did like a little talk I think about I've it seen part, I think I've seen part of that a while yeah. ago let's go back yeah yeah so they um for the first episode of Bethany's um podcast they they wrote about <sighs> how writer mums do it all and write and I feel like it mm. was a great topic and mm. Yeah, I mean, my find you a supportive partner. Find you a supportive partner. That's I think that actually is one of the biggest things. And don't be afraid to ask for your time, Mm. because that I think is is where I failed in the beginning. Is that I I was I felt like because Ricardo was working and running a business that like I almost had like 
no like and listen he didn't make me feel this way this was 100% my own thing I felt like I had no right to ask for time yeah and and I'm saying to anyone who's listening you have a right to ask for the time that you need to work towards your goals when you Mm -hmm. have a child and even if you're not working and you're not the breadwinner in your family you have the right to a little bit of time for yourself to lie in the bath or scroll through TikTok or just even freaking lie on the floor and cry or write. <laughs> like you you have you have a hundred percent you're entitled to that time to just recharge and grab a breath. Yeah, and one of the, like my stand tip will always be find your as you say, you're stone in the mud. The the time of day where you want slash can write. Um, for me, it's between half past five and half past six in the morning and try and make it sacred. Build everything else mm. around that. Because, like, let's be mm. honest, I know I said I feel guilty about doing it, but it's one hour. It's one hour out of a 24-hour day. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And, and yeah, and honestly... If you've got a partner, you just express your needs respectfully. And if they can't come to the party, then like you you need to have a discussion about that, but obviously. But I think in terms of, you know, co-parenting and that kind of thing, please, people do not be scared to to ask for that time because you need that time. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And with that, guys, we shall leave you for this episode. Please remember, we are going on a break. We are taking a break from the podcast, so there will not be another episode in two weeks. We are hoping to come back in the new year, but we will make an announcement on the Instagram page when we do come back. And we hope to see you when we do. See you next time. See you. Bye. Bye.